I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Welcome to Daily Reflections. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the Word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to to guide us, to challenge us, to help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with one another. You are a blessing. You're a gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And we begin with Psalm 15, verse 2 to 3, 3 to 4, 5. He who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Together, he who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. One who walks blamelessly and does justice, who thinks the truth in his heart and slanders not with his tongue, who harms not his fellow man, nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor, by whom the reprobate is despised, while he honors those who fear the Lord, who lends not his money at usury and accepts no bribe against the innocent. One who does these things shall never be disturbed. He who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Together, he who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and worried about many things. There's need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. Years ago, family, friends, and neighbors would would just stop over the house, you know? There was no invitation. The house might have been a mess, kids' stuff all over the place, nothing really to offer the guests except maybe for ice water. It did not matter. People just felt comfortable ringing the doorbell and coming in or sitting on the porch in the heat of the summer. They were simply enjoying each other's company. When someone arrived, there was a handshake, a hug, Come on in, sit down. TV was turned off, phones were not answered. Today, you would not think of going over someone's house without an invitation. An invitation requires then cleaning, cooking, baking, decorating on the part of the host. There's a lot of preparation for making the guest feel welcome. And I think we spend most of our time entertaining, making sure everything is just right. Martha today was entertaining. She was cleaning, cooking, baking, and decorating. Mary, on the other hand, was showing hospitality. Mary, who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha was so busy that she needed help. Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. Can you just imagine if Jesus would have said to Mary, Go help your sister. He would have been left alone in a seat in the house, and there would be no one showing him concern or real hospitality. Entertaining? Yes. 
but not hospitality. Jesus is truly grateful to Martha. After all, they're, they're great friends. But he wants to move her from simply entertaining to genuine hospitality. So I was thinking, what, what, what helps us to be better um, people of hospitality? What are the ingredients of genuine hospitality? You know, first of all, we hear that Mary listened. Attentive listening to the word of the Lord is very important in order to allow Jesus to serve and to teach you. This can be undermined by the anxious busyness of our lives. So true hospitality begins with being attentive to another person. I could not imagine going to someone else's house and just sitting by myself while everyone is running around working. True hospitality is a hospitality of presence, meaning that one is called to, to be attentive to the needs of others. Hospitality recognizes that, that you're in the room. You're in the church. You're at, at a meeting. I'm sure there have been people and people coming to church for years, and no one even asked for a name. I came across this cute story and would like to share. A man attending a crowded church service refused to take off his hat when asked to do so by the ushers. Others also asked him to remove his hat, but he remained obstinate. The preacher was perturbed and waited for the man after the service. He told the man that the church was quite happy to have him as a guest and invited him to join the church. But he explained the traditional decorum regarding men's hats and said, I hope you will conform to that practice in the future. Thank you, said the man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time to talk to me. It's good of you to invite me to join the congregation. In fact, I joined it three years ago and have been coming regularly ever since, but today is the first time that anyone paid attention to me. After being an unknown for three years, today, by simply keeping my hat on, I have had the pleasure of talking with the ushers, several of the congregants, and you, Father. Thanks so much. Jesus models that attentiveness. He, he noticed the sick the excluded, the hungry, those that others pass by. God continues to be attentive in our lives. So as we contemplate the ministry of Jesus, we're, we're called to heighten our awareness of others so that we can carry on the ministry. Second, hospitality involves setting a table that makes everyone feel comfortable. Do you have those places in your life that you could go to over and over again because you just feel at home? There are those who say, my home is your home. Mi casa es tu casa. People come to our church need to feel comfortable to the point of saying, I can't wait to go back. I feel relaxed here. I feel at home. Jesus hung out with Martha and Mary because he felt at ease with this family. He could be himself. He was able to talk with Martha about his concern. Third, hospitality is given with joy. You know, Pope Francis said that when Christians have more of a sourpuss attitude than a face that communicates the joy of being loved by God, they harm the witness of the church. He said that the Christian is a man or woman of joy who cannot help 
who cannot keep it bottled up inside. A smile, a hello, a greeting, even a thank you for joining us today can go a long way toward bearing witness to the faith. And so, my friends, think about this. At one point, we were all strangers on the outside looking in. And now, in this community, we become a church, no longer strangers, welcomed into the family of God with open arms because of the powerful, cleansing, life-giving, life-changing blood of our Savior. I like what the letter to the Hebrews says, you know, uh, chapter 13, verse 2. Do not neglect hospitality, for through it some have unknowingly entertained angels. I think about Abraham and Sarah in the book of Genesis, welcoming three men into their home and just excited to see them. And one of them says, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah will have a son. Wow. Hospitality brings blessings. By the way, if you're in the neighborhood, stop by. And as Hotel 6 says, I'll leave the lights on. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.